بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمد ونصلي على رسول الكريم أما بعد Respected brothers, today is the 29th of Ramadan. Tonight, obviously, attempt will be made to sight the moon. If the moon is not sighted, obviously, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give us an opportunity for one more fast. And if the moon is sighted, then tomorrow will be Eid. So there are certain practices in the ahadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam which are specific and pertinent to this period because of the uncertainty of whether the moon will be sighted or not this is why even though some of these practices pertain to the night of Eid or to the day of Eid itself we are using this opportunity now by way of a refresher to remind ourselves so that we maximize the opportunity to practice upon the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam pertinent to this period. Before the day of Eid, according to the Hanafi mazhab, the discharging of Sadaqatul Fitr is wajib. All those who, upon whom zakat is compulsory, they also have to discharge Sadaqatul Fitr. Sadaqatul Fitr is calculated the minimum amount obviously there are different levels of calculation can be based on a certain weight of wheat or it can be based on raisins or it can be based on dates the greater virtue is to base it on raisins or dates because the amount is increased that way it is of greater benefit to the poor and the fuqara However, the minimum amount has been calculated for Durban to be 20 rand. And as I mentioned, if zakat is compulsory upon you, then likewise sadaqatul fitr also will be compulsory. But the addition when it comes to sadaqatul fitr is that it has to be discharged on behalf of the family members also. In other words, if you have minor children, on minor children there is no zakat, but when it comes to sadaqatul fitr, we'll have to discharge the sadaqatul fitr on their behalf. With regards to this sadaqatul fitr, its injunction, its benefits, the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and Ibn Abbas radiallahu ta'ala anhuma qal, Farada Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam sadaqatul fitr, tuhratan lissaim min al-laghwi wal-rafath, وَتُعْمَةً لِلْمَسَاكِينَ فَمَنْ أَدَّاهَا قَبْلَ الصَّلَاةِ فَهِيَ زَكَاةٌ مَقْبُولَةٌ وَمَنْ أَدَّاهَا بَعْدَ الصَّلَاةِ فَهِيَ صَدَقَةٌ مِّنَ الصَّدَقَةِ رواه أبو داود وابن ماجة والحاكم وقال الصحيح على شرط البخاري ابن عباس رضي الله تعالى عنه نريتس رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم ordained the discharging of Sadaqatul Fitr. Certain benefits are mentioned in this hadith. The first of which is Tuhratan Lissaim min al-Laghwi wal-Rafath. We find in another hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Laysa siyam min al-Ta'ami wal-Sharab innama siyam min al-Laghwi wal-Rafath. Rasulullah said, fasting in reality is not really the abstention of food and drink. That is just the basic elementary surface level of fasting. 
Actually, the depth of fasting, the objective, the pursuit, or the, the objective, or the true reality of fasting is for us to fast from what we call laghwiyat and rafath. Now, what is laghwi or rafath? Laghwi, ulama kiram explain this. They say, al-kalamul ladhi la faidata fi. Any speech in which there is no benefit whatsoever. Min husni islam al-mar'i tarkuhu ma la ya'ni. Rasulullah said, the perfection of a man's faith, the perfection of a person's Islam will be attained by him abstaining from that which is of no benefit, particularly in speech. Unfortunately, this is one department or one area where we are extremely negligent. Unnecessary idle chit-chatter. This is something that is extremely harmful. We hurt the feelings of others. We demean others. And this is something that is destructive to our good deeds. So as far as possible, as far as possible, we have to get ourselves in the habit, not only in Ramadan, but outside Ramadan also, to abstain from unnecessary chit-chatter, unnecessary idle talk. There is no faida and no benefit in that. That is something that is extremely harmful. As Rahmatullah used to say, the Tori there, layani kandar, a little while spent in layani, useless talks, etc. Chalis din ke makbul ibadat ke nur ko sal kar lete. You say a little while of layani, useless talks, takes away the nur of 40 days of accepted ibadat. Nur, spiritual depth, development, elevation. This is not possible unless we learn to stay away from useless talk, useless speech. So Rasulullah one benefit of Sadaqatul Fitr is that it is a purification of the fast of Ramadan from whatever idle chit-chatter we were doing. Allah Ta'ala, out of the barakah of this charity, will wipe away the negative effects of that. And the second thing, Rafath. Rafath is what we talk, what ulama-i kiram mentioned, that al-fuhsh fil-qawl, indecent speech. Indecent speech, obviously is something that we are supposed to be abstaining from anyway. So, we find that in the hadith of Rasulullah he said, fasting is not really the abstention of food and drink. Fasting is abstention of this, the tongue has to fast. Likewise, the eyes and the other limbs of the body have to fast. But if there was some deficiency, some shortcoming in that, then this is one great benefit, one reward which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives us when the Sadaqatul Fitr is discharged. Tuhra, it is a purification of the fast from these things. Another benefit mentioned in this hadith, Tu'matan lil masakin. It is a means of feeding the poor. We want our day of Eid to be a happy day, a day of joy. In the same way, the fuqara, the masakin, the poor, this is the intizam which shariat has put into place so that they also enjoy the day of Eid. At least that one day, their poverty, their hunger, etc. is alleviated. This is part of the psychology of the compulsory nature of sadaqatul fitr. So that the day of Eid can be a happy day for the poor and the fuqara and the masakin also. 
So far as the timing of it, we find inference made in this hadith, فَمَنْ أَدَّاهَا قَبْلَ الصَّلَاةِ فَهِيَ زَكَاةٌ مَقْبُولًا Whoever has discharged his sadaqatul fitr before the salah of Eid, before Eid salah, the one who discharges sadaqatul fitr, then it is an accepted charity. In other words, all these benefits that I mentioned in this hadith, you will get that inshallah. وَمَنْ أَدَّاهَا بَعْدَ salah. However, if he discharges it after the Eid Salah, فَيَا صَدَقَةٌ مِّنَ الصَّدَقَةٌ Then it is one charity amongst other charities. In other words, there's still benefit. It is a charity, but obviously the maximum true benefit of Sadaqatul Fitr, he will have lost it if he has delayed it till the discharging after the Eid Salah. وَأَنْ جَرِيرٍ رَضِيَ اللَّهُ عَنْهُ قَالْ قَالَ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ صوم شهر رمضان معلق بين السماء والأرض ولا يرفع إلا بزكاة الفطر جرير رضي الله تعالى نريت رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم said in this hadith is a warning for us for the failure to discharge صدقة الفطر what is the warning that is given in the hadith رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم said that the fast of the month of Ramadan is held suspended between the heavens and the earth. It does not rise up to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala except when the zakatul fitr or the sadaqatul fitr is discharged. In other words, such a grave warning we find in this hadith. That if sadaqatul fitr is compulsory upon us and we do not discharge it, then there is a very great and a very real fear that our, our fasting of the month of Ramadan will be suspended and not will not reach the heavens, we will not be rewarded for it until the Sadaqatul Fitr is discharged. Which is why, as I mentioned in Hanafi Mazhab, it is wajib, compulsory for Sadaqatul Fitr to be discharged. Who are the recipients of Sadaqatul Fitr? Ulama say those who are worthy recipients of Zakat are counted as recipients of Sadaqatul Fitr. Next question obviously that should occur to us is that what is the most efficacious manner in which we should discharge the Sadaqa whilst many masjids have fitra boxes, these things are collected. We have to understand that when you give your money, whether it is Zakat, Sadaqatul Fitr, any of these things, when you give it to an organization, then all you are doing is you are appointing that organization as your representative to discharge this responsibility. Many of us feel we drop the money in the box or we wrote the check and it's discharged. It's not discharged. All you've done is you've appointed that organization as your representative to discharge. If they discharge it correctly at the time when they have discharged it, then only are you absolved. If they fail to discharge it for whatever reason, or there is misappropriation, then my respected brothers, you will still be held responsible. It is still your responsibility, because all you have done is you have appointed them. You appoint somebody to do something till he doesn't actually do it, it's not discharged. So that is why, particularly with Sadaqatul Fitr, it's not difficult. And the amounts are not very large. So the ideal situation is actually look for the poor yourself. Look for the poor, look for the needy and discharge your sadaqatul fitr itself. One, this creates affinity between you and the poor. Secondly, you are sure that your obligation has been discharged. And thirdly, 
One, it creates affinity. Together with that, it creates sympathy. You are more conscious of the plight of the poor. Just take a drive, even in Overport anyway. Such is the level people are suffering. You will see people sleeping on the streets. You will see people in genuine dire need. So let us create that contact between ourselves and the poor. That is the psychology of these type of obligations in Sharia. They create, they cut the distance or the barriers between us and the poor and we become directly conscious of their plight, of the difficulties that they face and the hardships that they face. With that, when we see their condition, we are given tawfiq to make shukr to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Be grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for the many, many ni'amats and bounties which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed us with. And shukr is something when we show gratitude to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, لَإِن شَكَرْتُمْ لَأَزِيدَنَّكُمْ Allah Ta'ala says, أَهْلُ شُكْرِ أَهْلُ زِيَادَةِ The more shukr you make, the more we will give you. If you are grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah says, we will increase our ni'mad, our bounties upon you. وَنَبِيُّ مَامَةَ رَضِيَ اللَّهُ تَعَالَ عَنْهُ عَنِ النَّبِيِّ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمَ قَالْ مَنْ قَامَ لَيْلَةَ يِلْعِيدَيْنِ مُحْتَسِبًا لَمْ يَمُتْ قَلْبُهُ يَوْمَ تَمُوتُ الْقُلُوبُ رَوَاهُ بْنُ مَاجَا Abu Umama رَضِيَ اللَّهُ تَعَالَ نَرَيْتِ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ said We find that there are certain nights of the year which are Nights that we regard to be, that in Shariat, the, the value, the azmat, the auspiciousness of these nights has been elevated. One, one such night is the night of Eid, both the Eids. That is before Eid al-Fitr and Eid al-Adha, the nights before, because in Shariat the night comes before the day. So we find that these are Mubarak nights. MashaAllah Ramadan, we made ibadat throughout the night people who are in atikaf, etc. It should not be that the night of Eid, we completely leave out nafil ibadat. But we should make that little effort. If you not, cannot do as much as we do in Ramadan, but at least do a little bit of ibadat. Wake up for tahajjud, wake up a little bit early, etc. And try and spend these nights also in some, to some extent in the ibadat, in the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Great fadilat and virtue of this that is mentioned in the hadith. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, the narrator is Abu Umama radiallahu anhu, that the one who will stand in ibadat, in salah, on the night of the two Eids, with hope from reward. We find in many hadiths, there is this expression, muhtasiban, ihtisab. Ihtisab. Like Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, man qama laylatayil eidain, muhtasiban. Person stood in ibadat, Muhtasiban. What is Muhtasiban? In layman's terms, very simply, Ulama Ikram explained this term to mean have the hope of the reward in your heart. Have the hope, the conviction. Whatever has been promised, for example, Allah's Rasulullah said, the one who reads Surah Waqiyah every night, the one who reads Surah Waqiyah every night, Allah will protect that person from poverty. So one is to just read Surah Waqiyah. We know it's a virtuous Surah to read. The other is, have the conviction. Lam yaftaqir. I will never become poor. Allah will, Allah will rain down His treasures upon me. Have that conviction. So muhtasiban, have the hope of the reward. What is the reward? Lam yamut qalbuhu yawma tamutul qulub. 
the heart of this person will not die the heart of this person will not die when the hearts of you, when the, on the day when the other hearts will die now what this means exactly one is just from the literal translation we can see that there is a special life that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give to the heart of a person who engages in ibadat on these mubarak nights that is the night of eid it also draws analogies similarities with for example when it comes to the shaheed allah says bal ahya inda rabbihim yurzaqun that la tahsabanna alladhina qutilu fi sabilillahi amwata bal ahya'un inda rabbihim yurzaqun allah says do not think do not even entertain the idea that the one who has given his life in the path of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is a shaheed he's dead but he is alive bal ahya and allah says we are sustaining him so it doesn't mean that the person doesn't actually die but there is some form of life some special ihya which allah gives so similarly in the same way we find when the person who makes ibadat on the night of the two eids allah subhanahu wa ta'ala nabi sallallahu alaihi said his heart will not die when the souls of others will die there is a special nur special enhancement allah knows best what exactly the shape and form of this is that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala endows the heart of a believer who engages in ibadat on these mubarak nights so like i said don't stay awake the whole night like we did in the last 10 nights but at least some section please let us try and ramadan was the training to introduce tahajjud in our lives some section of the night we give to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala every night there's tremendous multiple benefits in this so we start from the night of eid inshallah try and if tonight is eid moon is sighted let us also make sure that we make tahajjud and we engage in some form of ibadat unfortunately we've run out of time we were supposed to discuss a few more hadith one is on the virtue of fasting in shawwal and the other is some sunnahs pertaining to the day of eid inshallah we'll see when there is another opportunity to continue subhanallah alhamdulillah